Welcome to the Wilson and Lyling podcast. Today, Dr. Wilson will be sharing the Word of God. Let's all get ready to receive. Hi, welcome to our wilsonlyling.com leadership podcast. Our heart is to help you in your leadership. If you enjoy what you see in this podcast, please consider subscribing to our newsletter. Now today, I want to talk about why your leadership matters. You see, one of the questions that often arise is whether it is worthwhile for us to pick up those roles of leadership, uh, whether we will actually make that much difference anyway. So let me explain why it is absolutely crucial that we do take on those leadership responsibilities in our lives and in our ministry. And one of the key reasons is because we need to understand there is a war of influence that happens. Now, you may not be conscious of this, but there is a huge war of influence that is happening, happening even as we speak. And I'm not referring to the uh, competitiveness between the social media influencers of today. I'm not even referring to the political influences being exerted by different political uh, players today. The war I'm talking about has been waged even back to the Garden of Eden, when the, the serpent sought to wrestle God's influence away from Adam and Eve. Yet, it even started way before then. Back in heaven itself, when Lucifer, he sought to influence the angels against God. And today, this war of influence is for the hearts and minds of every person. A war that has eternal consequences for every individual. So, who is going to have this primary influence over our lives? You know, in my late teens, I attended my first Christian camp. I was not even a believer then. I was still uncertain about who Christ was. But I was struck by the conviction of the camp speaker. He had been rejected by his own family because of his faith. And he made a statement that I will never forget. He was determined to influence others for Christ. Because if he does not, others will and not necessarily for Christ. What we must understand in this physical universe is that it hates vacuums. The moment there is a vacuum, it immediately attracts something to fill it. Create the vacuum in a container. And the moment you have a little gap, a little hole, air will rush in to fill that vacuum. And the same thing happens over people's lives a vacuum of influence will not be maintained. Someone will influence. If we do not influence, others will. If the godly will not or do not influence, the ungodly will. Now the devil, he's not going to sit back and say, excuse me, you have neglected to influence that chap for a few months. Would you like me to do it instead? He will not even ask. The devil in fact, will be for, is ferociously seeking to undermine the influence of the godly 24-7. Wow. So the question is this. Will we just let the devil have the influence? Or will we stand up 
in Christ and say, we will do something. So already the devil is the prince of the kingdom of air. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, his influence is so pervasive in so many parts of society today. Will we resist this rising darkness and bring forth God's light? That is why I decided many years ago that I will rise to influence as a leader. Because I am convinced that every person who does so for Christ will make the difference. You see, the more Christ followers determined to be leaders for God, then the greater our influence and impact upon this sin-corrupted world. So now, let me share about two key persons that you need to bring along into your leadership as you seek to influence. The first person is the God that you will bring. You see, we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making His appeal through us. Now, ambassadors, we cannot fade into the wallpaper we, we, and remain hidden in the background. Ambassadors, they have to speak out for the nation that they represent. Ambassadors, they have to build, they have to exert an influence upon the nation that they are assigned to for the sake of their own nation. So in the same way, we should exert an influence for the kingdom of God in whatever arena that God has assigned us. For the Bible says, we are called to be the light of the world. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. So Jesus made it clear that to shine, we must not be hidden, not tuck away in some place of invisibility, unseen, unheard. So a crucial way is to shine, is to have influence. And leadership is a powerful way to have influence. Yet can I say, not, just not any kind of leadership. We need the kingdom of God type of leadership. A leadership that represents God. One where we bring servant leadership, where we practice kingdom principles in our leadership, where we live out and speak out kingdom values, when we seek to honour God in our leadership, when we seek to be led by the Spirit of God. That is how we can be ambassadors for Christ in our leadership. So you can be God's representative whenever or wherever you exert influence. You can intentionally bring God's presence and His ways into your home, your neighborhood, your church, your workplaces, even your recreational spaces. Think about that. Let me now share some keys how you can bring God into your environment. Firstly, be intentional to be God's ambassador. Continuously consider how, 
how you can be a better representative in your perspective, your attitudes, your behavior, your speech. The second thing is this, be prayerful. You see, you cannot represent God effectively by your own strength. You need the grace of God. Each day, ask God, ask for His strength, ask for His guidance. The third thing is, be inviting of God's presence. You can be a vessel upon which the presence of God is upon wherever you go. There's a wonderful book that can inspire you called The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. There's a PDF that you can find of this in the internet. But lastly, be wise. Ask God for wisdom. Ask Him to help you to be gracious and that you may effectively represent God in all the different circumstances that you find yourself. And the, the second person you can bring is you. You can bring yourself. You know, while God would like you to bring His presence into your environment, God is also very keen that you bring the redeemed you into your environment. There's a unique flavor that you have that you can bring in as yourself into your leadership, your environment, in your contributions, through your perspectives, your ideas, your creativity, and so on. So you are unique as a person. You see, God created you with a certain temperament, a personality, with talents, and so forth. And, and this is further shaped by your background. It's shaped by your upbringing, your, your education, the choices that you've made along your life, your experiences of life. Now, sin may have marred our lives, uh, but the redemptive power of God is at work in your life and is able to bring about a God-improved version of yourself. And this is what's going to impact people around you. You know, many years ago, my wife, she started work as a part-time Liberian come assistant accountant while she was still studying. And uh, Liling had, has always been an efficient and a diligent worker. So she immediately went about doing good work and she began to prove her value by getting a lot of work done. And the managers at this library, they, they took notice. They noticed a good work. But the senior accountant there, uh, began to accuse her of sloppy work and, and went about undermining her. And Laling was stunned by those accusations. But she explained to the management exactly all the things that she was doing. And it turned out later that this senior accountant was jealous of her because she felt insecure about her position because she was afraid that the management would replace her with Laling. Now, Laling chose not to react against the accountant, but showed grace. And some months later, Liling actually re resigned from the job because she was offered a full-time and a, a better job as an accountant in another company. And she graciously thanked the accountant. The accountant teared and she actually apologized to Liling for making life hard, difficult for her. You see, God, uh, Liling brought God's love, grace, and mercy into her work environment. Just by being who she is. Now you can bring the best version of yourself into your leadership for the glory of God. And many years ago, I determined that uh, I want to be the best me. 
not for myself's sake, not for some ego trip, but for the kingdom of God's sake. Because I realize that's how I can best serve God. For I am here as a servant of God. My heart is to give glory to God. My heart is that if I can bring the best version of myself, I can give the best glory to God. And so I decided to pursue that. And so can you. Now let me give you a few quick keys how you may pursue the best version of yourself. Firstly, seek God's leading for your key roles. You see, God can give you some insight into the kind of leadership role that He has planned for you. Then when you have a better grasp of that, you can better prepare yourself along that route. Secondly, prayerful self-examination. You know, you can improve as you become more aware of the areas to improve in your life. Allow God to lead you in this. Often, the Holy Spirit may speak to us about aspects of our lives that we need to grow in. Thirdly, you can seek help. The input, the advice, the feedback of others around you can really help you tremendously to help you grow in a more balanced way. And, you know, we can also learn from books, videos, mentors or coaches, people and, and opportunities that can really help us understand what we need to improve in. And lastly, of course, rely upon God. We always need God to help us change in our hearts and in our lives. So let me say that your leadership it matters because every Christ follower who steps out in leadership will help add a godly influence upon this world. There's a circle of influence which you have as you represent God. Your impact increases as you bring the best version of yourself into your leadership. May God lead you as you step out to serve the Lord through areas of leadership. God bless you all. We trust you've been blessed by the word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.